Destination Medicine is a collaborative initiative of regional training hubs. With first-hand lessons learned from those who have gone before, this podcast is designed to assist and inspire anyone interested in pursuing a medical career in rural and regional Australia. Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Peter Letts. Dr Ian Carey is driven by a desire to create meaningful change in the outback. Although he was raised and inspired by his two doctor parents, Ian's journey to medicine was an unconventional one. It was his time growing up in Ellis Springs and then an eye-opening overseas health internship that set him on the path to rural and remote medicine. And his story is a testament to the power of following your passion and the incredible difference one person can make in a close-knit community. Dr Ian Carey starts by describing his early life and how he finally ended up living his dream. I think there were a number of factors that kind of led to that decision and it certainly wasn't something that I kind of originally thought I would do. Both my parents were doctors and it was always something that was in the background for me. I saw kind of how much they enjoyed their jobs and how much they got involved in the community that they worked in. So it was always something that I kind of thought could be an option, but it wasn't until much later following an undergraduate degree that I had the opportunity to go overseas to Peru for several months to go and work as a health intern. I was essentially kind of tasked with going over and and collating a bunch of data that had been collected over a space of a decade and seeing how a bunch of GPs who'd been working locally in that community had managed to kind of improve health outcomes in that community. And I guess just working alongside those GPs and seeing the impact that they had in the community and in those people's lives, it kind of pushed me towards looking at medicine as a career, And whereas I'd never really kind of taken it seriously before that. Yeah. And both your parents being GPs, clearly in the blood, what was that like? It's funny, my parents never pushed me into medicine. They kind of always just wanted us to do whatever we wanted to do. As I started on my journey to becoming a doctor in school, I really started to notice that that passion that they had for their jobs and, you know, the way they talk about it when they got home each day and the experiences they had with their patients and the improvements they were making in people's lives. And I just thought if that's a kind of job that I can have and if I can come back home each day and, and have that feeling of having helped people and having made a difference, a meaningful difference in people's lives, and that was something that I really wanted to do. So I think seeing them and seeing their energy and their drive and their passion for their careers was, was something that really motivated me as well. But I think when I actually came around and said to them, look, I think I'm interested in doing this, they, they were really excited and, and very supportive of it. And of course, you also spent time living in Alice Springs as a child. How did that influence your decision? Alice Springs was a a bit of a shock to the system. We moved from Scotland in 2003. We lived in a rainy little village in the middle of Scotland and and mum and dad made a decision that they needed a bit of a change. And so we moved over to Alice Springs. And That's a huge change. Yeah, a massive change and started going to a little public school there in Alice. And I was a bit of an outcast at school. I had a funny accent. I had funny (laughs) coloured hair. I didn't have a suntan like everyone else. And (laughs) unfortunately, the way things were at that school as well, I mean, some of the Indigenous kids as well were were kind of outcasts and, and I kind of bunched in with them. And I think very early on, I I saw that there was a bit of disparity between their lives and our lives. I would go around to their houses after school and see that they weren't living the way that I was living. And that was something that I'd never really come across before. And I think from a very early age, as a result of that, I was aware of this disparity, you know, not just for people living in rural areas, but of the disparity that Indigenous people experience living in these rural areas. And that was something that's kind of now driven me to where I am now. And we kind of have a real interest and a passion for Indigenous health and medicine. So I didn't realise it at the time, but I think over time that's kind of become apparent to me how much that early experience actually impacted me and has kind of guided me in the direction I've ended up going with my career. Yes, it would have done for sure. But you also mentioned Peru earlier. 
How was that experience similar or different from your time in Alice Springs? And how did it come about? Yeah, so again, it came about, I did a Bachelor of Psychology as my undergrad degree. And in my second to last year, I had an opportunity to go overseas as kind of a part of an elective program. And I applied for this position as a health intern. And we worked with a non-for-profit organization called Peru's Challenge, which worked with the Quechua people who are kind of the native people of Peru. So we traveled up there and we worked in a community that was about an hour outside of Cusco. And very similar to the Indigenous Australians here, the Quechua people are a very disadvantaged culture. There's majority of them live below the poverty line and there's a big discrepancy between their health outcomes and the health outcomes of non-Indigenous Peruvian people. And again, just seeing how much they struggled at a small community, only an hour outside of a big tourist city, it was pretty eye-opening. But then seeing again how these doctors who are working in these kind of isolated, high-altitude, challenging and resource-poor environments but due to the skills that they'd acquired, they were able to be advocates for those communities and kind of gradually improve the health outcomes of the people they were working with. Both are such, in many ways, unique perspectives that you've had and so valuable going into your medical studies. What was your medical degree pathway? Did you complete an undergraduate degree or commence on an alternative track? So yeah, my pathway to medicine was a little bit different from other people's. Typically, the average person who goes to med school, they did fantastically at school and got the top marks. I didn't. I didn't do very well at high school. I would always kind of rather hang out with friends and be the class clown. But I got into a Bachelor of Psychology at Macquarie University in Sydney, and I just found my passion for study while I was there. Started kind of working a bit harder, gradually improved my GPA to the point where I was eligible to apply for postgraduate medicine. So in 2016, I did the GAMSAT, which is the graduate entry examination for medicine. I was lucky enough to get an interview at Wollongong and then found out in November that I'd gotten to med school. Pretty exciting. So commenced my studies at Wollongong in, in 2017. Mm. And did you do any placements? Wollongong University's curriculum is great and in, in that kind of from day one, you're out on place and you're out working in GP clinics and seeing patients. As is standard with most medical schools, you start off in that kind of GP primary care setting and then after your first year, you end up in hospital and kind of on a team and rotating through different specialties. I think the placement that had the biggest impact on me, though, was later on in my medical degree. Due to COVID, there was an opportunity for final year medical students to come out to rural areas and do essentially a pre-internship job. They were quite short staffed, so they're trying to keep all the junior medical officers who were already employed at those hospitals on the wards and in a position to deal with kind of any influx of patients that would occur with a COVID outbreak. So I headed off to Broken Hill in late 2020 to start work as a kind of pre-intern in palliative care out here. And that was probably the most eye-opening experience I've ever had in my life. So I joined up to the palliative care team, mainly working with the community power care guys and essentially in the role of a junior doctor and just yeah, had some amazing experiences with that. What was the experience that you had in palliative care that has kind of stuck with you the most? I think the the big thing for me was I hadn't had much of an exposure to palliative care. But my dad actually moonlights as a palliative care doctor yeah. out there in Warhope near Port Macquarie where we live. But I think the big thing for me was just the kind of the age discrepancy. Obviously, out here in, in rural areas, the health outcomes out here aren't as good as they are in the city. So you mm -hmm. do get people getting sicker younger. 
So I think the big eye-opener was for me was kind of how young some of the people were on our list. Those are very young people, uh, very unwell. And I guess from my perspective, sometimes you'd look at those things and think, well, you know, if you'd been living in a bigger city with more resources and access to better healthcare, it wouldn't have come to this and, and you might not be in this position. And I guess that was just another thing that kind of motivated me to want to come out here and work once I finished medical school. I thought, you know, the more doctors, the better. And if I can be one more person out here helping out, then that's a good thing for the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. So whereabouts did you complete your intern training then? And overall, how did you find it? Whilst I was at Broken Hill, the only place I could ever get to was was Adelaide for weekends. So I went down there with friends kind of every couple of weekends and kind of fell in love with the city. So I decided to try my luck and apply for an internship in Adelaide. So in 2021, headed off to Adelaide and moved everything there and, and started my internship at the Royal Adelaide Hospital. I think that in itself was a bit of an eye-opener. I'd only ever worked in small rural hospitals. The Royal Adelaide's got an 800-bed hospital. It's it's an amazing place. So kind of got my fix of, of that kind of metro medicine there and high patient load and busy, busy fortnights. And it, it was good for me. But I think I'd always kind of yearn for the outback again. Why? What draws you to the outback? There's a video I show on my phone every time someone asks me why I live out in Broken Hill. A lot of my mates think I'm crazy for living out here, but there's a video I show on my phone with my four-wheel drive parked up on a hill watching a sunset in the background and there's nothing like those desert sunsets and I think that's why. There's just something so simple about life out here and I think you really feel like you're part of the community when you're here. It is a small town and everyone who walks in the door of the ED, you know them, they say hello, they know you by name, you know them by name. You might go to the supermarket and patient you've seen might come up to you and say thanks for what you did for my kid or my cousin or my grandpa, whoever it was, you know, and I just love that sense of being part of something bigger, being a member of the community and feeling like I'm contributing to it. Well, you're currently in the emergency department at Broken Hill Health Service. How is it that you did end up in Broken Hill? Yeah, so I obviously did my first two years in Adelaide. I think working in a big hospital like that is great because you do get so much experience over such a short amount of time. But I think I just started to feel like a just a number and I just started to kind of fall out of love with medicine a little bit. I mean, you know, working 140 hour fortnights and not getting to see your friends and I just got a bit tired of it. I was talking to a friend who was a palliative care registrar out here and she said, oh, you know, have you ever thought about locuming? And I said, I hadn't. And she said, well, I'll put you in touch with my locum agent. So she did. And they said, look, there's some shifts available in Broken Hill. We know you used to work out there. Go try four weeks of work out there and see how you go. And, and I've never looked back. It's been a year. Said I was coming out here for a month and I've been here for 12 months. So. Yeah, happens like that sometimes. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, clearly you have a really strong passion for rural medicine, but what are the challenges and the opportunities, do you think, in a rural setting? I think that the main challenge is just the lack of health resources that we have out here. I think that forces doctors working in these areas to have to kind of broaden their scope of practice in a lot of ways. So if you're working in the city, there's the kind of typical role of the ED doctor, which is, you know, dealing with those very acute presentations, medical emergencies. We live in a town with a real shortage of GPs and a real shortage of specialist teams. You know, depending on what week you're working, you might have access to certain specialties and you might not. So you've really got to upskill and really challenge yourself to broaden your scope of practice and have a real understanding of a lot of different areas of medicine. So that's definitely been something that I found out here. And, and that challenge is an opportunity to become better. I was talking to my boss the other day and he said, the best thing about working here is every day you rock up and you don't know what's going to come through the door. And it's that kind of constant diversity and the, the constant challenges. And I think that's why I love it so much. Well, you've given us a little bit of a picture of Broken Hill with that beautiful sunset and why you love the place so much. But from a lifestyle perspective, tell us a bit more about the benefits and how you've experienced rural life. 
Yeah. From a lifestyle perspective, that's probably the most daunting thing for a lot of people thinking about moving somewhere like this. We don't have a lot in the way of entertainment. Certainly, we don't have a variety of bars and restaurants and cinemas and theater and things like that. But we do have a community here and we do have a community of like-minded people. When you're in a place like Broken Hill that is so isolated, people are here for a reason. And generally, people are here because they want to be here. So, you know, across all the people I've met through work and outside of work, they all are drawn towards that kind of sense of togetherness that we have out here in the outback. I think people who work in the outback, they do stick together and they do have this kind of sense of pride of being in a town like this. We're in the middle of the desert. There's nothing around us, but we make it work and we have a thriving community. And so I think that's something that definitely attracts me to it. I've made some great friends here. I think life's easy out here. It's not complicated. We've got two sets of traffic lights and <laughs> one cafe that does good coffee and, and, and that's about it but, but that's enough for me not many decisions to be made and yeah no. that, that can make life a lot easier yeah exactly <laughs> what advice would you give then to say a medical student or a younger junior medical officer considering going to a rural or regional location if it's on your radar or something you want to do, just try it. I was skeptical and when I told my parents and my friends that I was moving to Broken Hill, they couldn't believe it. But now they've seen kind of how happy I'm out here. They really support it. I think you really need to come out here to experience what everyone else experiences and to understand why people want to come to places like this. I think if you want to be part of something bigger, if you want to be part of a community and really feel like you are, you're helping the people around you and that you're contributing to the betterment of that community, then this is the kind of place you need to come. Picture yourself five to 10 years time, where can we expect to see Dr. Ian Carey? <laughs> yeah, look, probably still in Broken Hill, to be honest. I've yeah. just gotten onto the ACRAM training program, the Australian College of Rural and Remote Medicine. So I'll be a registrar with them next year, kind of in the process of getting a job with the Rural Flying Doctor Service through their clinic out here, the Clive Bishop Medical Center. So hopefully the next few years will be a bit of GP, a bit of ED and some clinic flights out to some of the more remote areas around the far west. Yeah, and hopefully settle down, find a girl here in the outback and, and start a family, I think. <laughs> Dr Ian Carey, a resident medical officer at Broken Hill Base Hospital. This is Destination Medicine. Thanks for listening. Regional training hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.